0: The Greek guy on there, he calls me Robert De Niro. Every time I catch a ferry to the city to go to the airport or whatever, yeah. he he shouts out, "Hey, Robert De Niro, good to see you again. Why? Because I I don't know something to maybe my, my hair and if I wear sunglasses for to shield my your protect hair the eyes from the sun. Yeah, I, are you delusional? No, I'm. I swear to God, he calls me Robert De Niro. Jimmy, how much hair would you think do you think you've got? Well, I've got probably getting up around. 10 centimetres now.
1: (laughs) James earns millions from internet marketing. Tim's got millions of questions. Welcome to Freedom Ocean. Now, jump on in. And welcome back, listeners, to an overdue episode of your favourite internet marketing podcast, Freedom Ocean. I'm one of your hosts, Timbo Reed, and right there is Jimmy James Shrampko. G'day, mate. G'day, Timbo. How are you? Yes, I'm wonderful.
0: It's lovely to be back in the warm waters of the ocean. You know, the waters are still warm, which is lovely. <laughs> it's still board shorts weather. Um, even though the outside weather starts to cool, the water lags behind it. Ah, yeah. So, the, your favorite meteorology podcast as well. You know, I've, it's so funny that I'm now looking at wind charts and and tide charts. I wouldn't have wouldn't have ever uh, predicted that. Uh, but it's really you can literally sort of get a feel for what the weather is about to be, or you know, by using these surf apps. It's amazing. Mm-hmm.
1: It, well, we're just laughing about some of the names modern software has, and uh, it, it's also amazing just what's available these days to us, isn't it? There's an app for everything. I don't know about you, but I have got. I don't know. I, I, I've certainly purged a lot of apps, but I've still probably got about 30 apps on my iPhone,
0: of which I probably use four. Yeah, we did a post on tools that I use in the business, and I was surprised that there's quite a lot. But there's one major change these days, and I call it the one layer back, uh, and that is my goal for running the business is I just want to be a layer back from the tools. It's OK if we have some of the tools, but I don't want to use them. I just want to use Slack. And it's okay if the tools are used by the team. Right. But I just want to interact with the team on Slack. You don't want to be on the tools. I don't need too many emails. I don't need to be logging into WordPress or Nanocast or my forums, back-end administration panels and stuff. It's all, that's team stuff or lead pages or webinar software. I'd rather just go to Slack. And, of course, I'm logging into my forum every day. That's, that's the main mm-hmm. two things that I use these days.
1: Hey, speaking of forums, Jimmy, I am in the process and my God, it has, has it been a process of moving from V Bulletin to um, Zenforo? Oh, man. Nothing's easy in this internet marketing world, James. No, I didn't have any struggle with it. What was your challenge? No, uh, well, you never do, mate. Uh, <laughs> well, I get I get the Dave on it. Yeah, Dave. Well, yeah, Dave was great to a point but he's not a Zenforo guy. And really? Because that's what I use for three of my forums. Yeah, well, it's beautiful. It is the most elegant forum software uh, I've ever seen. Not that I've seen that many, but I tell you what, it shits all over VBulletin. And if VBulletin, if you are listening, founders, creators, programmers, it is uh, the worst piece of software known to man right now. (laughs) I I think I heard that
0: the team kind of upped and left and started Zenforo because they had visions of a better version. And when – vbulletin wasn't being supported well we rolled out the new five or whatever it was and it and it sucked it broke oh man so when we went to zenforo it went across really smoothly and uh, my members love it it's a great platform
1: yeah 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 yeah. no it's i'm nearly there uh i've got a wonderful fellow out of the uk who i found on the zenforo forum who's helping me but um It's interesting, mate. I mean, certainly I'm not on the tools there because it's way too technical and it's a great reminder that you've just got to surround yourself with A players and you've got
0: to um, just –
1: you've got to know what you're good at and cash flow allowing – pass everything else off.
0: Yeah, it's, it's, uh, you know, you mentioned that in your book that some smaller businesses have limited budgets but you could do yourself a world of harm trying to wade into a technical suit yeah. and things like a forum, there's such a big payoff that it really is not a, it's not a resource greedy thing to run if you're doing it right. Uh, the, the amount mm. of return on your investment is huge if you can get it going yeah. a bit earlier. And open them. Uh, I actually had a client going through this recently. She just delayed and delayed opening, and it's costing her. I reckon it's costing her thirty grand a month. Every month she doesn't open the door. Wow! Because she's not in the market participating, and and she really wanted to have it just right before she opens. And I said, Yeah, right. Just start it. And let your members build it with you. Involve them in the journey. They, I bet your members will be excited about a new platform, and they'll, they'll, oh, yeah. they'll feel like they're part of an experience. It's not, it's yeah. not a bad thing to get going and then to change platforms. No, well, um, I've done it three times. Have you I've changed the name of it three times? Yeah, yeah. We can worry
1: a little bit too much, can't we? We can get a little bit too uptight and perfectionist type. And uh, it, God, imagine the money you know we're leaving on the table, as you say that. For a member of yours, thirty grand a month. Hey mate, what we're talking this episode? By the way, listeners, it's I've, it's going to be a slap and a sledge. That's what we're going to title it, or we're not, well, that's what we're going to do. That's heavy. Yeah, it is heavy. Uh, and and you can feel free to kind of reword that, Jimmy. But <laughs> I, from what I understand, and James and I haven't. We know what we're going to speak about. We don't know the detail of it. From what I understand. James has, for me, a slap on the back for my new book, The Boomerang Effect, which came out about three weeks ago, and I have a sledge for James for uh, a webinar that he and uh, mate Andrew Locke ran last week on forums. Now, I think this would be quite interesting, Jimmy, because you don't know what I'm going to say to you. I have no idea. And (laughs) and
0: you know I'm the sensitive type as well. I
1: know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. But
0: I'm interested you said (laughs) forums because I didn't think that that was what the membership training was about at all.
1: Yeah, interesting. Well, I certainly thought it was about forums. It's not so much what it was. What did you think it was about? Out of interest, just listeners. Just before we go, Jimmy, let's get stuck into that part of it. Um, I'll I'll give you a sledge (laughs) before you give me a slap on the back. But um.
0: (laughs) that sounds horribly unfair. But,
1: yeah, yeah, correct. Um, w- what it is, you've got to remember this is a podcast where you make millions of dollars from internet marketing and I've got a million questions. Yeah. I'm representing the listener. So my questions are very valid and I could be really wrong. I'm cool with that. I just yeah. want to learn, right? But so listeners, James last week to set the scene ran a webinar in which he brought on a friend of his, Andrew Locke, who you may know from Help My Business Sucks, wonderful vodcast series. It's been going for years for small businesses. And Andrew presented the upside of why we should all have a membership program, which I interpreted it as being a forum, why we should have a membership program as part of our revenue, as one of our revenue
0: streams. Okay, that's what you did. Yeah, Jimmy? It's close. I'd I'd have a different definition on it. Go on. Well, I'm not sure that he said everyone should should have one, but I think he was saying it's one of the easiest ways to present information. And the second part is it's definitely not forum-specific. It's probably more to do with a membership, and a membership doesn't have to involve a community. And he did... Did sort of uh, spell that out in the training. He did. That's only one aspect of a membership. It's the one I prefer, the forum style membership.
1: But you could have video training, you know, like Jules does with um, iVideo Hero. You could have. Well, what's another?
0: another? Yeah. It's very popular to put together, compile a bunch of information and put it into an enclosed area and then to provide access and then uh, you can have it as a one-time thing but uh, he was a big fan of the ongoing need where there's an ongoing demand type.
1: My sledge is really simple. It's nothing to do with, I mean, what he was proposing, I'm in full agreement with, you know, have a membership-based site. You and I both got forums. They're wonderful. I just felt we'd gone back about 12 years in the way internet marketers present information. I just felt I was sitting in, you know, like 2006 where he was showing me the photos of him flying around in the Learjet and that's all he takes these days and then he built up the idea, you know, he he shared a little bit of information but not too much and then he kind of gave us the, you know, you get this and you get this and you get this and you get this and it's all this is this is how much it costs and but I'm not going to charge you this and then he kind of brought us back down to a small number which I'm guessing probably worked but it felt a bit dirty.
0: Yeah, I could understand that. I I actually wrote down as the <laughs> webinar went through what uh, what was happening at that point as a formula, and t- and it was so formulaic, which is like massive respect for formula. Well, I I did speak to him about that afterwards, actually. Like neither of us like that 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 sort of stuff is presented that way. However, the problem is if you really want to help someone. You actually need to do that because otherwise they won't take the action and it, it actually it absolutely works. So you see a 30% conversion ratio using a formula like that. Um, I didn't think it was dirty though. I think it was predictable, yes. It was uh, well, well used and you'll see it in pretty much every single product formula launch that's gone out and going out to this day in whatever market. There's just the elements of a sales story uh, that, that if they appear in that sequence, will cause sales. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I know what you're saying, especially having just published a book about helpful marketing. Mm-hmm. That's what the difference between uh, education and selling is. If you want to sell, you need to sell. And you need to create a transition from the time someone starts to the time they finish that... Has them seeing a gap that they're prepared to invest in and to further their situation. So let's just mm-hmm. take that to the next step. Someone coming to that training, uh, let's say there's been uh, there's been actually nearly fifty sales of that product. Mm-hmm. Those people then go on to develop. What was the pro- What was the price point? Remind me. $9.97? Nine ninety seven. Nine nine ninety. Nine ninety. Doesn't like ninety seven because it sounds <laughs> cheap and tacky. <laughs>
1: Correct.
0: <laughs> so nine ninety. Those people go on and now they get they get education, they get learning. Now if you looked at some of the proof shots that I insisted were in there, um, they've been they've sold thirty seven thousand memberships at a thirty-nine dollar per month. You know, they know what they're doing to, to compile that information, it's all bona fide and based on fact. So someone getting access to that information for nine hundred and ninety dollars, right? A few things. One They're getting the information that they could now use in their own life. Now, one of the people who bought it is consulting to a business person who wants a membership. Now, this person can make back 10 times their investment Mm -hmm. by selling a done-for-you service to set up a membership for this person. But let's say, conservatively, they only get three to five times that. So they immediately get a return on investment. Mm -hmm. The other thing is bundled in with that, was software that was valued at more than the purchase price of the product and the third element was for the people who took action live I actually involve my own time and there is nothing more valuable that I can give someone than my own time because mm-hmm. that that's literally transferring part of my life to them and for some people that time with me will be worth a lot more to them than $990 because I only need to show them a few things that they can do or give them a really powerful idea that has a far greater leveraged upside than $990. And that's assuming that they never even look at the course or they don't use the software, which I'm sure. Yeah, uh, again,
1: I'm not challenging
0: the content
1: of what he's selling. I'm just challenging the way he went about it, you know,
0: well, you could, you know, I went through it in in great detail, and as I said, I, I took notes. Um, but you know, even on your own podcast, you're publishing information to people about what stories should be in their business. Mm-hmm. I don't think you're any different. Oh, I do.
1: I think I'm massively different. If you're comparing me to the forum <laughs> to that webinar last week, well, uh,
0: I think I do it in. Well, do you you don't sell quite as well. No, I don't. But you do have you have harnessed the idea. That we should be using stories in our business.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It just so happens that the story that Andrew used, and yes, it it is a bit cheesy, and he's not excited about that, and I certainly aren't. It's definitely not my style. Oh,
1: I reckon he loves it. It's
0: not your style. It's definitely at not all. my style. It was completely, it was completely but, off brand. For well, you. it was not my webinar. I was just bringing oh. bringing the people to the story. It was your webinar, and my ball. Well, I definitely facilitated it and I definitely Short feel list. that it can really help my customers. So that mm-hmm. that ticks boxes. I was yeah. definitely fussy about what is in it, the content, the proof elements and the deliverables and I back that. Uh, but I took – the guy is a very good salesperson, a very effective formula and the, the notes that I took – um, really will form the basis for an effective webinar and I would suggest that anyone who wants to sell via webinar could Agreed. learn from that, Agreed. even if they don't love it and there's definitely some elements they should be using. If if you're not putting a before and after story somewhere in your message, you're probably missing out.
1: I would have liked to have seen, um it would have been nice to even see a couple that for a, for whom it didn't work uh, and also a couple of um, before and afters who were just doing Two grand a month, because that's exactly
0: exactly what I. Right. Uh, okay. So we're on the right. same path, mate. It's good because um I thought this. Was- well, we we actually have the same value system and everything, and I'm just sort of stepping back from it and f- factually explaining what happened and why it's so effective. I mean, you can yeah. ask anyone. To get over 30% conversions at $1,000 is definitely an effective selling formula. But there was some good information in there. There was some real jewels dropped, especially the one about not trying to sell a membership directly, which you and I both know. And mm-hmm. uh, it's it's super important. That was a huge, huge uh, chunk of gold. Let's, let's also address the fact that the webinar was free. So... There, there's no, you have to invest time. Exactly. You're the first one to talk about
1: time's not free, yep. so I don't think um, it's free. But I
0: think there was good enough ideas exchanged in the yep. material that he presented um, to get a return on your free time. Yeah. Fair call. And for the people who went on, I'm, you know, obviously monitoring their success, and I'm sure I'll be a part of it with the, the extra bonus that I put in there. So I'm looking forward to seeing what they do with it. Well,
1: I'm glad we had that discussion. It was either going to end our friendship or make us closer. I feel a little bit closer to you, Jimmy. Big <laughs> hug over the airwaves, mate. Uh, Thank you. Love you like a brother.
0: Yeah, look, um, I, and I, I, like what we've discovered from that is that, you know, I, I feel all of that stuff too. and I, I don't like it. And maybe there's a part of us when you're – you look at 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 that. I mean, I did crack a joke in there. Remember about the red outfit? Yes, <laughs> like, yes. For, yes. for fuck's sake, gonna, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's just hilarity. Yeah, and yeah. maybe it's just because we've stuffed ourselves into economy airfares. We know that it's a bit of wankery. But I think if it causes someone to think for a minute, hang on, why is he? doing that what's what's he done that's got him in a position where he can do that we don't know anything about the airfare maybe it was a gift maybe someone else paid for it maybe I hope not because the way I read it he, that's the only way he flies right well I'm pretty sure it, it wouldn't be <laughs> but he definitely I
1: think he, I think he said it but hey look anyway let's let go of the detail what we've learned is that that formula for that webinar that you ran last week about membership businesses works. The style, the tone, you could probably alter. It probably works
0: better in America than it does in Australia. Oh, most definitely. And and he's he's aware of that. I mean he's an Englishman. He's man. an Englishman living in Utah. Um, but he has he has honed that webinar to sell. And I give him full credit. It's 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 a template that I've I've definitely paid attention to. And when I said it's not my webinar, I'm saying if, if it was my course that I'm selling and I'm the primary presenter you're going to see it with a slightly different style. But, but I will straight out say I think that the, the template that he used is very clever and I would definitely be adding in elements like telling people what would happen if they don't take action and showing them yeah, how to do the before and after without looking like a cheesy knob, um, that's hard. I saw a guy today on Facebook standing next to an exotic yep. car and he was so lazy with his posturing that he said, "Oh, I'm thinking about buying one of these," so he didn't even bother to rent it for the picture, and certainly didn't buy it. He's just <laughs> thinking about getting one of these. I mean, that is that's the ultimate wank. Ah, oh,
1: it's gold, isn't it, mate? I tell you what, it gives uh, it gives the world a bad, it gives the industry a bad name when people are doing that kind of stuff
0: yeah but I, I i'm yeah i think we're we're on the same page we, are. we don't like that um, cocky posturing most people have no idea about uh, some of the things that i enjoy because i i don't want to get on facebook and Just uh, turn it into a curated brag fest. It's appalling. (laughs) Don't get me started. I'd I'd rather post pictures from Pinterest or something that are humorous and just engage people or, you know, share a picture of a rock or something if I'm touristing just because it's interesting. Two kilometers wide and three kilometers long, that thing is a beast. What? Uluru. Oh, that's so funny. You mentioned that. My son got back from there yesterday with his grandmum. just had
1: five days up there. Um... Taking photos for his um, portfolio for end of year, and um, he's been in a chopper going around Uluru. Yep, yep. He did the eleven kilometre walk around Uluru. He there's a there's some light thing going on there where there's tens of thousands of
0: miniature lights that have been laid yep. all around. Um, yep, an installation. I saw that from the the helicopter ride as well. Oh, you've been? Yeah, yeah it's just there a week or so ago. Oh,
1: I didn't know that. Yeah.
0: Well, oh. see there you go. I'm not not over bragging, obviously. Oh man, good on you.
1: I yeah. mean. Uh, we, we can have it. – we'll have an episode down the track on social media which um, – oh. yeah, oh.
0: yeah. That. Now, why don't we talk about something far more interesting? In well, the...
1: now that I've given you an absolute sledge and you took it like a brother, um,
0: can you give me a slap on the back for the boomerang effect? Thank you for sending me the book. <laughs> uh, thank you for the mention. That was lovely, unexpected. Oh, thank you. And I noticed Freedom Ocean didn't cop a mention in the, the co-hosted podcast section but – that's all right <laughs> Jeff. Uh, it, it's a great book, really good, as even the first few lines i get you get the personality coming through nice and strong, you know you, I can even imagine it in your voice good, you know like, yeah, win win. I reckon that saying's been around for about as long as marketing itself. If I had a dollar for every time someone said it, I'd be a multimillionaire by now <laughs> yeah you know, I, I I liked the book good. it had good. Information I've highlighted lots of important points. I love how you talked about the difference between push marketing and uh, my favourite quote: "It's all about pulling." Uh, that was the conversation we had about five <laughs> minutes ago. Uh, yeah, yeah, imagine creating marketing that people would actually pay for. Yeah, that was that was lovely. You had a really good layman's explanation of Google. You did talk yourself up a bit, I must say. Gosh. Oh, here we go. Hang on. Go on. Well, you're number one ranked podcast. You travel oh, around okay. the world. You've, Tra- yeah, you're, yeah, true tick. Well, you know, 63 conferences in 12 months across eight tick. countries. Yeah.
1: just dealing in facts, James. Just dealing in the facts.
0: <laughs> it's, <laughs> eh? it's good. But, you know, you, you have to posture just a little bit, I suppose, for them to feel that the rest of the book is going to be, uh, you know, valid, right?
1: Well yeah, yeah. And I'm never I've never been very good at posturing. If people ask, I like to give them a you know, tell us what you do and you know, what's your hook and all that. I'm happy to tell them, but um some are better than others. Andrew Locke is a genius, <laughs> a genius at it. But oh, good on you, mate. They're lovely words. Thank you. And I'm I'm getting really nice feedback, I can, very consistent feedback from people uh, that it's written with a personality,
0: with, with my own personality. Definitely written with a personality. It's definitely easy to read. I read the whole thing last night. I read two books last night. I so had two podcasts today and I'm these days I actually plan and prepare. I highlighted all sorts of things in this book. It's kind of like a, a teacher's copy. Good on
1: you. What would you say um, –
0: I can explain what the boomerang effect is and what the book's about, but maybe in your own words, do you want to just
1: do the kind of two-sentence synopsis?
0: Well, you know, from an Australian, we know that a boomerang, you throw it out there and it comes back. Basically, if you do helpful marketing, Mm -hmm. good things will come to you. So it's about investing, doing basically you, you're calling content marketing helpful marketing is what I got from it. Correct. And so this book is really a, it's kind of like a a really good overview of content marketing. And you've got lots and lots of experience in some of them, but you've also mentioned quite a few of the ones that you're doing now and why it's a good time to be doing it. And you've given some clear examples of, of the difference between helpful marketing and not, and I like this: don't start if you're not prepared, but don't wait until everything's perfect either, because it never will be. It's very practical advice. And you know, you say helpful marketing is my version of
1: content marketing. I would argue too that con- there's an, there's no shortage of content. I think then the filter is like, will be helpful. Well, how do you be helpful? Identify. I mean, first of all, acknowledge that you're standing on a mountain of knowledge as a business owner, whether you're a vet whether you are a plumber, whatever you are, you know a lot about what it is you do. So my
0: argument is share it. Share it via video. Yeah, pop it in a membership site and yeah, yeah. book your private jet. Okay. It's all good. <laughs> uh, you also, I like you, you're mm. pretty, it's pretty confronting too when you were asked at a conference mm-hmm. about how many people actually implement this stuff. And it's like, yeah, was that hard for you to do because you're kind of saying, well, my stuff's not actionable or or I'm speaking to deaf ears? It's a great question. Um, so what James is referring
1: to is a conference I spoke at uh, where uh, a couple of hundred people in the room and a great made shared my knowledge, shared my keynote, and it went down really well. And then at the end of it, during the Q&A session, a bloke said, loved it, love your work, Timbo. I can see how it would work, but how many people in this room do you actually think are going to action what you have to say. And I remember feeling at the time, hmm, do I lie or do I tell them what I really think? And, and of course, I'm not into lying because then you've got to remember what you said. My view was I said a handful, two, three, four people maybe in the room will action because that's just the – and I don't think it's a reflection of what I shared. Uh, Because I know that the way I share things and what I share is very practical and simple from a marketing perspective. I just think that people know. I know that they will go back from that conference, they're back in the office, and before they know it, they're sucked into the vortex of email and
0: client calls and social media and
1: they forget to action.
0: Yeah, it's um, really about when actually my first podcast today was with craig ballantyne and we're talking about the perfect day formula and he's got a fitness and training background but a lot of it is about routines morning routine and afternoon routine i think what's lacking in the world is discipline people just Mm -hmm. uh, i mean keeping in mind yeah there's guys and girls sitting around head, head headquarters at facebook uh this is something dan dobos shared at my event scheming to figure out how they can keep you on their platform like that you're up against professional uh, oh, yeah. uh, distractionalists. They are. I don't know if that's a word. I just made that up. But yeah, it's a great should, word. And should, and I we we are up against cats falling off ladders. You know what? In your in your book, you, you use the Australian version of focused. What's that? It's something about get focused. Yeah, right. And um, you put two s's in it. <sighs> tramp for young players. Yeah, well, it just good uh, pick it up, just, Jimmy. Jumped out at me. I can't take credit for picking it up. Someone was reading over my shoulder. It's a better spelling of English uh, than me. but It was interesting you've made it an Australian, a little Australian feel. Yeah, yeah.
1: That's how we roll around here, mate.
0: So listeners, um, <laughs> a plug. Go
1: to smallbusinessbigmarketing.com and there's a button that says book and you can buy a copy, and I'll send it to you. I'll
0: send you a signed copy. Oh, I did have one complaint. Someone someone said they they wanted to just grab it and pop yeah, onto yeah, Amazon yeah, yeah. and buy it, and they couldn't. You decided uh, to just sell it t- directly. Great question. What about putting it in the, on the world's biggest marketplace? Would that be a, for a marketer?
1: <laughs> yeah, Jimmy, I'll get there. Mate, you know, I, I, okay, so I've I, I wrote and printed that book because first and foremost – I have a large audience of conference goers because I speak at a lot of conferences. One thing I've noticed over the last two years is that people say, can we buy something from you? What else have you got? And I never had anything, right? So the first thing was to get that book into the hands of conference organizers and that's already happening. So now when I get booked for a conference, I say, would you like to buy a quantity of books? And right there I'm selling Hundred, two hundred, three hundred copies, just you know, there and then to the organizer. If they don't want to buy copies off me, I can then say, "Do you mind if I sell it?" You know, after I've spoken, and during the break, they all say yes. So that, that that's my first two. The second group is is um, the listeners of the Small Business Big Marketing Show, which is my other podcast and uh, my other lover, and and my forum members. And I'm just selling that off my website, signed copies directly off my website. I'll get it onto Amazon. I'll do an audio book version and do all that type of stuff. But oh, you would be the perfect person for an audio book, oh, mate. It's forty eight thousand words. The idea of doing that with you, my attention
0: deficit disorder—you could talk underwater, Timbo, with a mouth with a mouthful of marbles. What I'm looking forward to mm. is the boomerang event. <laughs> <laughs> the, the 300 person workshop, thousand bucks ahead. Come along and sort out your, your mind. I know. Enough. I know. That'd be a great, speaking at your own
1: event is special. Yeah, well, I can imagine, mate. And you are the master of it. And I admire what you do with super fast business uh, and the way you put those. Uh, it's, it's fast web, isn't it? What's your event
0: called? No, no, it's actually all super fast business now. Yeah, Su- super fast business. That's your, it's your one and only brand. And, um, well, I do have Silver Circle. So that's the only, that's the other one and only brand, <laughs> <laughs> but, but it kind of just sits off to yeah. the side. It's it's had a three year waiting list, if you can believe. Uh, people are just wedged in there tight. They just don't leave, and then nice. and these referrals push their way through from just existing members. It's unbelievable. But yeah, I don't don't often talk about that. That that's a great little business on the side, but super fast business. Is my main focus now? Having figured out how to sell the service businesses, it's been a big transition, mm-hmm. and you're loving it. And those, you know those events that you put on—I
1: can imagine. I mean, you love bringing that community together, and they love catching up with you, and uh, you do
0: it really well. For you though, what it what it would do is support your forum with mm-hmm. some great material. you would force you to do some frameworks and checklists and Mm -hmm. bring in some experts. Maybe Seth Godin will come and speak at one of your events. Seth (laughs) Seth (laughs) Godin. He could bring his is he he could make you some coffee. Is he a fellow author? (laughs) Doesn't drink it. I think he published a book. (laughs) purple something or other I got Oh
1: well Seth Hey, that has that just haunts me. Every week or two I get someone emailing me or commenting about, oh, you know, I saw Seth here, you should get him on or, you know, Seth doing the round of podcasts now because he's got a new book out and, mate, I'm over him. He yeah. can, you know. That's like uh, people say
0: that about Richard Branson, you know, do you want to go to his island? Well, no, he can come to my island. <laughs> I'm not paying 65 grand to get a picture with Richard. I get a bit sick too of the t- I was sick and tired of because I listen to so
1: many podcasts um you know you see the same people kind of appearing on a whole lot of different podcasts and that's good that's this they're, they're smart it's a it's certainly a good strategy for them to get to get um, profile but um I don't need Seth or
0: Ransom. Well, as a as a consumer, yeah, you can sort of you can just be over. What stuff. what are you listening to?
1: What's your Let's have a let's finish up with just a um a quick a favorite podcast that you're listening to that maybe isn't business related, Jimmy? <laughs> oh, you break.
0: Uh-huh. I don't listen to podcasts. My my the closest related thing that I would come to is um watching the World Surfing League <laughs> app on my phone. That's my media consumption yeah, right. okay. enjoyment. Uh, that is So that might be surprising, shocking. Yeah, well, that was a, con- a conversation
1: killer. Um, I'll go two then given that you can't share one. Um, <laughs> uh, I'm loving Alec Baldwin's Here's the Thing. Alec Baldwin, the actor, has got an amazing podcast where he goes to the homes of his, his famous mates like John McEnroe or Seinfeld or Billy Joel and they just kind of um, shoot the breeze for an hour. Uh, that's pretty cool, and I am really liking a podcast, and I have no interest in cars, Jimmy, but there's a podcast called Car Talk, and it's hosted by these two brothers out of Boston called Click and Clack, the Tappet Brothers, and um, it, they're just really funny. They just they have a wonderful ability of turning a topic that I'm not even interested in Uh Making it interesting and funny. So, uh, there's a couple of shows that I'm listening to at the moment.
0: Oh, that's good share. Thank you. And we'll list those in the show notes on freedomotion.com.
1: Yeah. This is episode 82. 82. Wow. Two. Look at us go. Hey. All well, right, my little mate over there in downtown Sydney. Oh, well, you're not really downtown Sydney. You're out of Sydney on the shores of
0: just um, a 25 minute ferry ride. Ferry. Uh, I think it's a bit less if you get the fast ferry, isn't it? You can, but the, the old one's got more pizzazz. Yeah. Right?
1: Yeah. It's
0: got a bit of character. I agree. It's more stable. and
1: Big um, old diesel engines thumping away.
0: Sure, they don't serve alcohol, but, but they've got a really nice – the Greek guy on there, he calls me Robert De Niro. Every time I catch a ferry to the city to go to the airport or whatever, yeah. he's, he shouts out, Hey, Robert De Niro! Good to see you. Again. Why? Because I, I don't know something to my, my my hair, and if I wear sunglasses for to shield my the your hair eyes from the sun. Yeah, I, are you delusional? No, I'm. I swear to God, he calls me Robert De Niro. Jimmy, how much hair would you think? Do you think you've got? Well, I've got probably getting up around ten centimeters now. <laughs> 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 oh, yeah, it's sort of, I thought you were going to answer in terms of the amount of follicles No, 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 no. It, it brushes back in, <laughs> oh, I love He's it. most often seeing me in the morning You know, I've just had a shower, it's still Ew. wet I just brush it Ew. back And I'm oh, usually man. heading off to the airport Because I fly every now and then Not as much as you, Tim Not as much as Andrew yeah, Thank you, James I do fly somewhere and hey, um, I'd love it if
1: you walked on. I think there was a, there used to be a song. Well, this probably still is a song. I think it was called Robert De Niro's Waiting, and it was it was by either the Bangles or Banana Rama. And I would love it if you were walk, walked on the Manly Ferry one day, and that bloke had it blasting out of the stereo.
0: Oh, he's a good guy. <laughs> he's always there
1: too. He's a good guy.s uh, I had. Um, I did a. A series of events for Australia Post around the country, and I was the MC. And as I walked, and and, and it annoys me a little bit, but when I when my hair is longer, I look a bit. Of, <laughs> can't believe I'm saying this. I look a little bit like David Hasselhoff from when he was it when he was in Baywatch. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I can see it. I can see it. <laughs> and. With some little red dogs, yeah, you yeah. all day. So, the sound guy, as I was walking on, and I had an earpiece in, so he could, he was like the producer of the event. So, I've got an earpiece in, he can talk to me, but no one else can hear. And as I'm wow. walking on to the stage, he's playing the Baywatch theme in my ear. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and so uh, puts a smile on the face at least, and people go, "Oh, he's a happy MC, isn't he? Goodness me, he's going to be funny anyway." Well, anyone oh. catching the Manly ferry, if you get on, the, I think it's, I think it's the um, freshwater. If you see the Greek cafe guy, just say Robert De Niro says hello. <laughs> I love it. All right, buddy, uh, love your work. Uh, thanks for taking it
1: like a man earlier, and thank you for the um, the wonderful slap, uh, the sledge, a uh, slap
0: on the back, I should say. And uh, I'll see you in the ocean next time. Thanks Tim and congratulations on publishing an amazing book. This is Stop it. it's, it's real. Wow. We should
1: leave a call to action. Listeners head over to freedomocean.com if you want to find out more about the show. Bye for now. Bye bye.